0: every dope ass break 135 of Wolf's Cast, the show requesting that everyone on this call please mute their microphones before we begin. It's hosted by myself and my brother. I'm Neil. And I'm Scott. I'm stay at home, Scott. That's right. We got the Zoom, we got the Zoom call, Google Hangouts call, we got the etiquette for all that on point.
1: For our very first episode of Wolf's Cast ever recorded remotely. That's right, WFH stands for Wolf's Cast from Home today. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we are uh, we are in uh, separate uh, separate areas within the same city but right. uh, yeah all uh, 100 and uh, what was it 34 other episodes of this show involved uh, two people sitting in the same room looking at each other in the eyes talking about the Timberwolves, whether it be me and Scott Scott and Rob. Uh, John Meyer and us, whatever. Lots, we lots of different always, people. We were always we were always within six
1: feet of each other, so we couldn't do it. Uh, Neil's podcast table isn't big enough to give us that social distancing that we need so uh you know we we missed you last week there's just not a lot to talk about right now in the nba world obviously bigger things are happening but we did not want to leave you in the cold for too long our dear listeners because we know what if you're stuck at home you probably have some extra time to be listening to podcasts i know i've been crushing podcasts during this work from home period
0: Yeah, and uh, like you said, there's not there's not a lot of uh, you know movement. You know, we still are without the NBA and uh, without sports. There's no real
1: sign of it coming back. You know, there's still no light at the end of this tunnel yet.
0: Yeah, it's uh, we're kind of pretty much exactly where we were. Our last uh, show was two weeks ago, and it's just crazy to think back. I mean, even day by day, things change so fast. But it's just crazy to think about. You know, two weeks ago when we recorded this and you know it was it was on the night or it was the right night after basically the nba canceled right cuz the nba postponed yeah. on the wednesday and we were recording on that thursday and we didn't really think twice to not really hang out or <laughs> anything like that like it was still kind of all coming together of essentially what we needed to do
1: Yeah, I mean, we're lucky. We're naturally people who like to sit inside and watch TV. So I think that that's helped us because it's been exactly two weeks since I've been working from home. That Thursday was my first work from home day and also no end in sight of that. So uh, I hope you're not going too stir crazy, Neil. I've been doing pretty okay. I wish there were
0: sports to watch though. Yeah, yeah, it's uh definitely a different world we're living in right now. We uh today on this show is going to be a little different, kind of more loose uh, <laughs> loose show. You know, we're going to do a little bit of the segments that you like, you know. Uh we have a little bit of week recap. We're going to talk about uh, just how we're feeling and, you know, what we think might be coming for the Timberwolves and for the NBA here this summer. Uh we have a sponsor. We're going to hit the news, lots and lots of news from this week. You know, small things, but there's a lot to get to. And then we'll play a game. So you know it's kind of a version of Wolf's Cast, something a little different. Uh, you know, so, so but uh, we we, want, we wanted to do it. So Scott, t- tell us about the week recap though. What what games were supposed to happen this week? <laughs>
1: Oh, I looked it up. We were supposed to have a game in Salt Lake City. I'm going to assume that was an L home game against the Blazers. <laughs> I think that would probably be one of those rare wins we have at this twilight of the season because the Blazers aren't playing great, you know. Yeah. Then this is the one that really hurts me. We would have we would have had a home game on Tuesday against the Sixers? Ah. Would have had man the who knows if Carl Anthony Towns would have been back in time? But ah. I think that home crowd would have given Joel, you know, the 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 angry treatment. And so I'm sad we missed that game. And then tonight we would have been playing the Spurs at home. So that's another game that would have been really entertaining, potentially winnable. And I'll always, you know – It'll be interesting. I was just thinking out loud right now with the Spurs, you know, how they haven't missed the playoffs in like 22 years or something. Right. I wonder if this will count as them ending their streak, (laughs) you know, maybe this is the technicality where if we don't have a playoffs or anything like that, then technically the Spurs haven't missed the playoffs. So maybe the the coronavirus is the way of like the God keeping Popovich's streak alive or something.
0: Or even if like, uh, you know, there was a there was a playoffs, you know, like say we jump right into the playoffs and, you know, the Spurs aren't in it, but then they have have the asterisks of like in each of the last you know 15 uh, 82 game seasons uh, the spurs have made the playoffs or something like that right? i was i
1: was totally ready for that eighth seed charge that the spurs were going to make i would have put money on san antonio squeaking yeah. into the playoffs but uh, now we'll never know
0: so yeah, week recap. We just want to let you know who who you know who was on the docket for this week. Just you know who who you would have seen play against. That's right, the Timberwolves. Uh, but yeah, there are no games, and that's the way it's going to stay for a little while. So I don't know. Let's let's just talk about you know how we're feeling these days without sports, without all the normal things in our life. I mean, I guess. We can kind of, uh, you know, get this out of the way—the fact that we're both uh, healthy and feeling good, and uh, relatively Oof. comfortable at home, and you know, both uh, still have our jobs, and you know, it's things, knocking on wood, right thing, there. Yeah, things for us are, you know, overall pretty good. So as we uh, as we express our feelings about you know sports and you know the Timberwolves and the NBA you know just know that you know everything's okay and but we're also we're also kind of you know we're nodding to the fact that there are bigger things going on in this world and obviously you know the, we've never been in any sort of situation like this before in our lifetimes and it's all very unprecedented and crazy but we're trying to you know sort of have a you know put that all aside and kind of have a normal conversation if we can about you know how we're feeling about sports and stuff like that right
1: yeah. And, you know, you we are both uh, able to recognize how lucky we are. We I'm working from home, you know, so I have a job where I can continue to work 40 hours a week from home. And it's not like putting me out in terms of anything like that. I know a lot of people, a lot of listeners might be having to go into work right now, depending on what you do, or maybe you're home and you're not getting paid. So uh, our thoughts are with you. Thank you for staying at home, though. That's definitely the right thing to do. So uh, just, you know, acknowledging that you and I are in a good spot right now,
0: Neil. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's the NBA still on, still on hiatus right now. Lots of, uh, you know, we've had two weeks go by, and you know, there's still, you know, this thing is still, this virus is still getting worse in our country and around the world in a lot of places. So there's really no end in sight here to, you know, the possibility of, of you know, this this break. You know, stopping. So I don't know. Where are you with how you're feeling about the NBA and and how you're thinking about when it might come back? Like, have you have you started to you know even consider you know what it might look look like or you know sort of when you might envision that happening?
1: Yeah, I mean, where I'm at right now is I don't think it'll be back. You know, in April. I don't think it'll be back in May. Um, what I'm expecting is there won't be any more regular season games played. If it does come back, they'll start right at the playoffs, uh, essentially. And that way, not all the teams will have to return. The Wolves won't have to return. And I can see them playing a little bit of the postseason in like July and maybe as late as August. But if you go any later than that, you're really encroaching on maybe the start of next season. Maybe next season starts in December if we end up playing the finals in like late August. And then they're like, okay, we can push the start of next year into December, maybe even January. You know, maybe opening day next season is Christmas Day. You know, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I think that's about right. And I think that's kind of, uh, you know, that's about uh, the collective wisdom around all this is, you know, you kind of do. And I think, you know, Adam Silver has been on the record about some of this stuff and some other league experts. And, you know, that's kind of the idea is you have a you have a a playoff sometime in the late part of the summer. And then you just start next season a little bit later and hopefully you can still play eighty two. Um, you know, in, in the next next season, there, you know, or I suppose that it would be the the twenty two thousand twenty two thousand twenty one season, uh, and that doesn't have to be shortened or anything like that. So it's going to be weird, though. Either way, it's probably going to you're going to have two seasons essentially affected. You know, kind of how their scheduling is all is all set up and everything. So yeah, that that seems about right. But at some point, there has to be a drop dead date for deciding on this playoff thing because. You know, say say the virus in in the in sort of however the you know, arc of it happens, whether that's, you know, mostly past, but then there's, you know, a month or two of kind of like, all right, still be careful, still don't go into, you know, arenas and stuff like that, or I don't know, whatever it ends up being. There has to be a point where the NBA has to be able to say, Okay, we just can't do playoffs and we can't do a championship this season and that would have to get pretty bad. You know, you think that would maybe even have to encroach into you know, the September uh, timeline or something like that because you have to have a break even if you're saying okay the next season's not going to start till Christmas uh, you have to have some sort of break in between those two things and if these finals and these playoffs get pushed far enough you know there just won't be a break and so I think at some point they will just cut it off and say well sorry we got to we got to start focusing on what the next season is which would be so weird to not have a not have a champion not have you know a title winner but that is also I think on the line at this point
1: Yeah, uh, I remember when this started two weeks ago, uh, the Raptors Reddit subreddit was like, uh, we're going to be able to claim that we were uh, the defending champion for two years. And then like, someone imagined their kid being like, you mean the Raptors won two back to back champions? (laughs) No, son, we were the NBA champions (laughs) defending for two years. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, We'll see. I mean, obviously, from the Wolves perspective, it's it's a moot point, really. I, I mean, right now we're tied for the best odds at the number one pick, and our Brooklyn pick is in the best spot. It could possibly be in. but I mean, I would, would just feel heartbroken for Milwaukee fans. I feel bad that maybe LeBron's last great chance at a title is yeah. going to be just nothing, you know? Um, so that'll be interesting to see. I am optimistic something could be done in the summer, even if it's like playing in empty arenas or in, uh, what is it, in gyms or, you know, in, yeah. uh, practice courts, facilities, stuff like that. Because, I mean who knows? I mean, we there's so much about the virus we don't know. We don't know. Right now there's not really anything to treat it, but something could come up. We're not going to get a vaccine till next year or something like that. But a lot of people are saying that the virus should get better in the summer. The heat will stop the virus from spreading as rapidly as it is right now. But with that comes the stipulation that once the weather gets cold again, there'll be another uptick in uh, cases. Um, yeah. So if that's the case, maybe it's th- something where we could play the finals in August, but then we, we don't start the season next season until like maybe next season gets canceled, you know, if it's the kind of thing where the virus gets a little better in the summer and then gets much worse in the fall, who knows?
0: Yeah. And I think the other thing, yeah, is about, yeah, I think that's an, a valid point of it. It doesn't have to be that you have full attendance in these arenas for the playoffs too. I think, Maybe at this point, the more likely scenario is, like you said, you play in practice facilities. The hard thing about that is you need then certainty that the players are all healthy because you get, you know, just like we had. You had Rudy Gobert. You had the players in, the, in a couple of teams come down with it. And you can't have these guys playing against each other. Obviously, that's very high risk to contract it and to pass it along. So, you know, like you said, we won't have a vaccine for at least, you know, a year, 18 months. But what you could have before then is a way to sort of test to see if you like a more lightweight vaccine version of a test to see if you have it or whatever so they could at least ensure in, a, in sort of a, a new way that who, who who's in and who's out basically, you know? And Yeah, and, there's already,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, NBA players are in the fortunate group of rich and powerful people who get these tests that we don't have enough of for people in the country right now. But even now, we're getting closer and closer to developing quick tests. Like yeah. I know Marcus Smart said he got tested and then didn't find out he had it until like five days later. But I, I've, I've already seen news reports that we're getting really close to having tests that can tell you results within hours and you got to think that it would be very doable within a month or two for all nba players to receive tests and then find out you know so i think uh, at least from that i'm not i don't think that that worry of uh, we, we can't play this because we don't know which players have it. I don't think that'll be something that'll stop it.
0: Yeah, the lightweight test or whatever they're going to call it. I forget. There's a there's a term for what it is, and but it's essentially I think a lot of doctors are, are going to be relying on this or a lot of people kind of looking at this whole, but they need to be able to find a way to do this for the whole country, essentially. It sounds crazy for many hundreds of millions of people or whatever, but like that's essentially what needs to happen. You know, Again, at, there's going to be waves of this virus that happen, and down the line, we're going to need to know who's had it, who's immune to it, you know, who who's not going to get sick from or whatever, so, you know... The, the, all that's coming and I think the NBA again will we, we'll be using that stuff as well to sort of guide them as far as how they open up their season again whether it's fans no fans that kind of stuff and hey on, on a lighter note I, I we, we lamented the fact that our empty gym uh, <laughs> game that we wanted to see so badly uh, you know to hear the audio of the court and the players and you know the calling the plays and all that stuff trash oh, talking yeah. that dream is, is kind of back on the table at this point because if they do do games playoff games, uh, w- you know, without fans? They don't want to do them in huge arenas where it's this cavernous space. You know, there's been talk of, like you said, they'll put them in practice facilities and smaller gyms like this. Hey, there's gonna be nobody in there. They're gonna be probably broadcasting audio, and that is going to be a treat for us. So I got, I got, a, that's a little bit of a silver lining here. Is it, to come back. Oh, yeah. and, it's gonna suck not have fans, not have that money or whatever. But I think you know to be able to watch at home in those empty gyms it's gonna be weird. But I want that experience. I want that <laughs> never been done before. kind kind of experience yeah absolutely give it um, to me. what other um, I, I guess this, for me this is all still so intense is the the, the virus and, and sort of what it is what's doing to our country and what's doing to the world that I haven't really sort of thought too much about the NBA and when it's going to come back like we're still so we're still so close to sort of like the epicenter of it all. It's still so new and so crazy that, you know, I'm not And the like, next few weeks are yeah. going to
1: be worse, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah. So as, it's As not much like... as we
1: think like right now is weird. Right now it's still kind of the we're all at home. We're kind of making memes online and we're all, you know, we're aware and taking proper precautions, but I don't think that the severity of like a million people dying in this country has, you know, really hit us yet. So I think the next few weeks will be much worse.
0: Yeah. And I think it's just, uh, so it's still very new to kind of not have, it doesn't, it it doesn't really feel that strange to like not have things like the NBA because everything else in the world is so upside down and uncertain. So, But I don't know. That's definitely true. There have been moments, I guess, where I I miss it and where I'm thinking about it. And I would love to, you know, have something like that to watch or take my mind off other things. But. How are you feeling as far as that stuff goes and and, and as far as other sports? I mean, you, to, as we record this on Thursday, it was supposed to be opening oh. day for MLB. I mean, uh, my heart's broken. how, how, are, my you heart doing, how broken. are you doing? You get the dual sort, sort of sore there. Of, two of your favorites uh, are Yeah, gone. I know.
1: Usually this is the part of the season where my interest in the Wolves drops a little bit because it's like, well, we've got, what, 10 games left in the season. We're, we're going to be in the lottery. And then the Twins are just starting and baseball's just starting and fantasy baseball's just starting. And it's kind of like, I'll watch all the Wolves games, but in my free time, when I'm thinking about when I'm at de- at work on my desk, I'm thinking about the Twins, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a huge blow. Uh, obviously, it's just another thing. I guess it doesn't feel worse than not having basketball. Both of them are just like really large missing pieces of my life right now. Um, but yeah, it's a total bummer, especially because baseball is such a – from – april till at the end of september such a daily thing like it's not not like the wolves where there's not a game every day there's a game every day and there's fantasy baseball every day you know
0: what's the difference between having the nba and the wolves like be canceled like 75 percent of the way through the season versus like the twins and the mlb like never even getting off the runway like what how how is how are each of those like different to you as far as like your investment or sort of like how it kind of hit you um, definitely not as
1: severe with the Wolves because it was kind of a transitional year anyways, you know, it's a year where we were just trying to run out the the wire and hope that next year would be better. Whereas the Twins have their best team in like a decade, at least this year. Wow. I thought there was a real chance. I mean, they're not the favorites, but there was a, there was a serious chance that they could go to the World Series this year and they have stuff like most of our guys are under lockup at least, you know, so we have them for future years, but like our best player last year, Nelson Cruz, he's 39, he'll be 40 next year and he's on the last year of his deal so it's like if we lose if we lose this season he won't be back and he was a major part of our team and like uh, the Boston Red Sox traded a top 3 player in baseball this offseason cuz he was on the final year of his contract so they traded Mookie Betts who's a star to the Dodgers and he's there on a one year rental and the Dodgers were, this is once again poor LA fans you know I'm not going to cry too much for them <laughs> but the Dodgers were like we have like a, just an insane baseball lineup because we have last year's National League MVP and then we just traded for a guy who was American League MVP two seasons ago. They're going to be on the same team for one year old and we pushed off our chips in and if if the season gets canceled, it's going to be such a bummer that like those guys, we never got to see that team, you know? Is it, um, you know... And also the way that, uh, you know arbitration and stuff what works is mlb is saying that they're going to give a year of service time to all the players even if this season doesn't get played so it's kind of a thing where it's like oh that's one for teams like the twins who rely on their minor league talents a lot it kind of closes their their co- competing window because they rely on those having cheap players under con- undervalued contracts because of their service time and so it hurts small market teams a lot too
0: well, and you just brought it up, but that was be my next question of like, unlike the NBA where they play indoors in arenas, like in baseball they need the weather to be able to play. So there must be like a very sort of real – like the season might not even happen at all, right? Like they have a very uh, – very like it's nature. It's basically just like they have – they kind of have a more intense – like we have to have – everything has to be done by October essentially, otherwise we can't play on. So what's the feeling around the sport? Like will they do a half season if they have to, a quarter season if they have to or whatever, but uh, is there more danger in the entire season, like being canceled essentially?
1: Uh, no, I think uh, baseball, it works where you could play a half season. Um, it's not ideal. It changes up the competitive thing because the thing is uh, baseball is more random than b- basketball where any even the worst team can beat the best team in baseball on any given day. So the uh, the way that you figure out who the best teams are is you play 162 games. You know, you just play a ton of games and over the course of the season, the good teams rise. So if you shorten that window so you're only playing a month or two, there's a lot more randomness that could happen where good teams could get beaten by teams just because of the random na- the nature of baseball is a lot flukier like that
0: um, yeah. so they so might just start right now, the season the though, like, later later in the if they if, hey if like hey we can't start the season till August would they just do like two months of ball and then go right to the playoffs I suppose they would right it's better than nothing I could see them doing that yeah so Yeah, they have
1: more – like I said, the summer hopefully will be a little less severe for the virus, so it seems like it's possible they can open up even if they're playing in empty stadiums. Um, I know all the players really want that to happen. A lot of the players right now are saying we're willing to play like a ton of doubleheaders this season if that's how we get to 162 games is just like tons of doubleheaders, so that might be the case. But I think more realistically it will be a truncated season.
0: Wow, baseball – Man, no summer without baseball. What if? I don't know. Hopefully, it's not the case. Hopefully, uh, things can get turned around here. What else should we talk about here, though, Sky? What else are you feeling? What else you? What should we, should we talk about? I mean, we kind of already said we predict to have. It's hard to predict much. I guess at this point, it sort of seems like yeah. it Sort of seems like. Uh, you know, the idea was that they would maybe play a couple of regular season games. Going back to the NBA now, um, you know that there would be a couple N- uh, NBA regular season games played before any playoffs. You know, just to get you know get uh, teams going again, maybe finish up some of the play. You know, those basically just one or two playoff races or whatever, and then launch right into the. Playoffs, but I guess as this thing goes on longer, as as the uh, projections about you know sort of how long this thing might linger goes on, it sort of seems like they would maybe just jump right back into the playoffs. I guess that would be my bet at this point, but that could be a, that could be so far away from now. It could be August. Who knows? Who knows what it's all going to be? It's I could see some so like
1: exit for the playoff teams if they want to you know start right at the playoffs. I could see there being some kind of exhibition contests where you can get those players back into like game shape. A little bit, but I just can't see teams that have been eliminated. You know, like the wolves. I can't see them being like, "Yeah, let's call all the wolves players back from the various places of the world where they're residing and have them play a couple meaningless
0: games." I just can't see that happening anymore. Well, I mean, yeah, and they shut down having players be able to even work out on their own. Like they shut down all the practice facilities, even so. Sure, players can find a private gym or do whatever to like work on their games, but they can't. They don't really have access to their coaching staff, you know, in person at least, and they can't practice with their team. So whenever they get this thing going again, there's going to have to be some ramp up period where they can work on their skills and conditioning and just yeah, can stuff again.
1: You can't simulate the pace of the game. You know, yeah. there's no way you can prepare for that in the offseason by yourself. So and that's that's kind of even the sad thought is like if they bring the back to the league just for the playoffs, we might see some really subpar basketball in the playoffs. And that and then is, is it like, you know, is it even better to have a basketball playoffs where everyone is clearly in like preseason mode shape, you know, where it's like sloppy basketball or then to have like no champion. That is probably worse than having no champion, but it's (laughs) just, uh, you know, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then also it's just crazy because two weeks ago when we were recording our first podcast in response to the whole NBA being shut down, I was thinking, yeah, maybe end of April they can bring it back. But now, I mean... I mean, it, when that was to happen, I thought I would be back at work at some point in April, I'd be able to go back into the NPR offices. And now it's just like, I don't expect to be
0: back at work until May at the earliest now, you know? Yeah. You've got all these shelter in place and all these like lockdowns and, and, and yeah, it's, it's not so bad. It's, you know, less bad here in Minnesota than it is in other areas in our country and other States and stuff like that. But You don't know where things are going to go from here. And, you know, even, yeah, maybe they would, you know, ease up restrictions on certain states and not others or whatever. But even then, you're talking about NBA. That's like the entire – you need the whole country to be ready to go. And you need to have – you know, I've heard stuff of talking about, like, sites that in the middle of the country where they're going to do these potential playoff games or whatever, like, less contaminated areas and stuff. Like, all this stuff is just evolving so quickly. and And this is going to be a long time, I think, before we kind of know where this is going. So – it's, kind of hard, yeah, it's, but, it's you know. tough
1: because I think we're still three or four weeks at least from hitting bottom. And then once we hit bottom, then yeah. we'll be able to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel because things will start getting better every day instead of worse. But right now we're still in the everything's getting worse
0: every day in this period of this uh, pandemic. So instead of watching basketball, what do you what are you filling my time with?
1: I need something to binge. Meg and I just finished Mad Men. We watched that for the first time. Wow! And so last week, work from home, we'd get we'd clock out, you know, at the end of the day, and then watch like five or six Mad Men episodes in a row until bedtime, <laughs> and uh and so that was great. But we finished it last weekend, and now it's really weird because we haven't figured out what we're going to binge next. So it's just kind of like, what do you want to watch tonight? I don't know. Let's just scroll through Netflix for an hour, you know, and and talk about if we're in the mood to watch this or that. Um, you clock so, out. You
0: clock out of work. And- clock into what do they call it? Sterling, Price, Cooper? <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> Sterling, Cooper, Draper, and Price. Yeah, 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 know? yeah. So, yeah, no, that was great. Um, but now you know when you get done binge watching a show it's such like a huge time investment that when you're done you're like lost for a little bit so we're definitely in that little lost setting because it's like we're not fully ready to commit to another big show that has like seven seasons in it or something like that but also there isn't a lot of content on that right now i mean we're watching survivor that's great love survivor but there's not a lot of live shows right now that we're like oh good it's tuesday night that means this is on you know survivor on wednesdays brooklyn nine nine on thursdays and that's about it so we need to figure something out
0: yeah, a good thing there's lots of media, lots of other things. How about
1: to, you know. though? I feel like you watch a lot more NBA than I do, because, just because a lot of times I, I'll watch stuff with Meg at night, and then she'll go to bed, and it's like if there's a Wolves game, I'll stay up and watch that, but otherwise, you know, a lot of times I'll just go to bed. But I feel like I feel like you must be feeling the absence of being able to watch the
0: NBA even more than me. Yeah, I've been trying to yeah watch uh, watch normal shows, watch uh, you know watch comedies and dramas, and I don't know watch some YouTube, watch other stuff because yeah, when the season's on, they're pretty much. You know, head down, just always watch an NBA or WNBA or whatever, whatever's on, whatever season it's in. So to have like no basketball at all is uh, kind of a trip. And yeah, it's all about, uh, for some reason, watching old games doesn't really do it for me. I don't know, like uh, that's kind of like a thing, like watch classic games and and so I, I haven't gotten to that point of this experience yet. You know, we kind of have a, you know an idea to potentially watch a game together and record it. So maybe maybe once we can be in the same room again, uh, I don't know if that would work very well over Skype. But uh, uh, whenever Scott and I can get in the same room again, uh, um, health wise, uh, maybe we'll do something like that. But yeah, so I haven't really been watching any old games or classic games or anything like that, but. Mostly just watching shows. My wife and I are watching a show on FX called Devs, um, which is really cool. Uh, kind of like a thriller, like a Silicon Valley thriller kind of show. Um, mm. So really enjoying that on Hulu. Um, and, yeah, just kind of watching a few other things and watching some movies and hanging out. So, yeah, this just kind the This is the,
1: the perfect time for you to get into the Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Ah, Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, do it. They just yeah. announced Ahsoka Tano is going to be in season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, I was, so I, I I was you,
0: worried about you seeing that. Like I was like, this is like a thing Scott maybe wouldn't want to know, like a spoiler, because I think we both kind of try to stay away from spoilers. But yeah. you're even more into the Reddit and stuff like that than I am. And I saw it kind yeah, of everywhere. Was, so is, I was like, you can't. Can't miss it
1: casting stuff is kind of inevitable Inevitable, I think you're going to find right. that stuff out as long as it doesn't reveal like plot points are, aren't spoiled I'm okay with knowing this character is going to be in this
0: season oh, this or something This is very very like exciting that. yeah but go ahead and say what you were going to say who is it?
1: Well Ahsoka Tano is going to be played by Rosario Dawson and Ahsoka is like the main character of the Clone Wars and she also has some of her storyline uh, happen in Star Wars Rebels the animated show. Both are amazing but they're kind of a time suck that it takes an investment you know the Clone yeah. Wars has like over a hundred episodes and it starts really slowly. That's the tough thing. That's is where that, I am. Like, I'm
0: trying to dig myself out of that. I'm like four yeah. in.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, the first season, the hardest, like it's one of those shows where literally every episode is better than the one before it. So you're always on the, the up ramp, you know, and then by the end, by the final few seasons, it's some of the best Star Wars stories that exist in the Star Wars canon. And uh, Ahsoka is my second favorite Star Wars character of all time behind Han Solo. So it just tells you like how good it gets. But, um, you know, I, I, I saw the news
0: and i was like good this might inspire neil to go watch the clone (laughs) wars because i know i know you care about the mandalorian so yeah yeah, yeah. um cool yeah a few uh listeners out there have any uh, suggestions for stuff for us to watch go ahead oh please i need uh, need it yeah throw that to us on twitter at WolvesCast. we'll be looking for that all right
1: definitely trending on the side of comedy meg doesn't like okay meg can't watch scary stuff and she's not a huge fan of serious stuff so comedies would be great especially at this time we all need a little cheer in our lives
0: there you go all right well as we said this is kind of a different kind of episode of wolf's cast but uh, we do have a sponsor we are uh, sponsored here today uh, our sponsor is uh wolf's cast of wall street in these unprecedented times our nation's economy and its markets are in trouble If you're an investor who is worried about your money, let us, the Wolves' Cast of Wall Street, guide you through the turbulence. We've put together a list of stock tips that will get you back on solid ground. Let's go, Scott.
1: Investing advice for you. Neil, why don't you take our first one? All
0: right sell basketball hoops,
1: buy Nerf mini hoops. That's right. I, you know, I'm, I'm getting antsy because I haven't gotten shots up. I saw you yeah. into park, Neil, I went to the park, Neil. I got some shots up. I went to the park the other day. It's lucky, getting, it's lucky.
0: Getting, it's getting nice outside, you guys. So that's the good right. thing about all this. It's going to be 60 next week.
1: But, you know, you can keep your, your shooting form intact by getting some Nerf mini hoops. I've got one in my house. Definitely been, you know, doing the slam dunk contests on it. So, you know, invest in Nerf mini hoops. That's skyrocketing st- stock right now. Um, my personal recommendation is uh, sell on Tokyo Summer Olympics 2020 Uh, I don't know if you're investing in like you know the the jerseys that the players are gonna wear, or the merch, or whatever it is. But sell all your stock in that. It's delayed at least for a year, maybe longer. Instead, put all, all uh, put all that money that you're saving on those stocks and buy stock in Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 for the Nintendo Switch. That's right, they can't get postponed. Mario and Sonic will be there. This version has like an old school mode where you can play like 2D, and it's like 2D sprites of Sonic and Mario. So there you go. Who needs a real thing?
0: Speaking of video games, you know it's all the rage these days, and uh, Timberwolves gaming, uh, Timber Wolves gaming, is uh, one of one of the best around. So we're gonna have to give you this hot tip to buy esports and sell actual sports. That's right, esports are gonna be huge, especially the longer that these
1: actual uh, sporting leagues are down. You gotta think esports is gonna move in to fill that space. So invest in there. I like that. My next thing is for. You know, now that people aren't going to games, the items that you can buy at games aren't as valuable. So I'm going to say sell the shared ice cream cone, you know, maybe a giant thing of popcorn, any kind of snack at the games where you would share it. That's not good. That's not social distancing. You got to keep six feet. That's at least four different seats in between you and your buddy when you go to any of these uh, non existent sporting events. But you can take that money that you have saved from not investing that and buy stock in giant foam fingers. That's right. Even if sports aren't happening, giant foam fingers are exactly the kind of ppe personal protection equipment that's going to keep
0: the coronavirus at bay you can even high five people as long as you're both wearing giant
1: foam fingers
0: Wow, Uh, you know, speaking of high-five, Scott, uh, we got to make sure out here that we are social distancing. We're making sure we're keeping our space, staying healthy. Uh, You know, like you said, keep at least six feet in between you and somebody else. So uh, when you're out there on the court, um, you got to be careful as well, okay? There's lots of touching, lots of, uh, you know, intentional and non-intentional kinds of, uh, you know, contact you might come into play in the game. So uh, Wolf's cast of Wall Street street uh, is going to advise you to sell your complicated teammate handshakes just cut those out okay no more fist bumps none of that just get the elbows out of there too I don't care and uh, we're gonna buy uh, blowing kisses across the courts okay it's just very simple just give it a kiss and just uh, you know a little bit of wind behind it and send it across the court to your teammate who just got that basket and uh, that's what we're doing from now on all right while we're keeping
1: it on the court let's talk about it's time to sell your stock and man-to-man defense you can't get up in another guy's shorts and play that kind of lights out lockdown defense that josh okogi hot okogi is known for because that's not good social distancing you can't do man-to-man defense when you're playing six feet away but you can buy into zone defense that's right you're just covering an area you don't have to be like you know hand checking a guy the entire way as he dribbles into the, the paint just buy stock and zone defense that's the defense of the future in these social distancing times.
0: Alright, that's, uh, that's Wolf's Castle Wall Street for you. We've got all of these uh, we've been thinking about this for two weeks, you know so we've got all your, all your uh, stock tips on uh, what to buy what to sell. Uh, for any uh, personal finance advice from the Wolf's Castle Wall Street, please reach out to us on Twitter at Wolf's Castle all right up next we got a bunch of news items to get to so yeah lots of things have happened as far as the timberwolves go for the most part most of the stuff here we're going to talk about is uh timberwolves stuff and uh the first thing is uh glenn taylor and the timberwolves uh slash minnesota Lynx have announced they're donating up to one million dollars uh to part-time target center employees um, I can read the very short press thing here uh, Tim Rolls and Links organization led by owner Glenn Taylor has pledged to donate up to one million in a relief fund for the part time game day staff at Target Center throughout the past week the organization has been working with the appropriate parties to bring the plan to fruition the fund will provide financial assistance to hundreds of part time employees who are adversely impacted by the loss of games at Target Center uh, Glenn says our staff who work so hard to make Target Center experience memorable for fans are the backbone of what we do from the people who show fans to the seats, to the greeters of the entrance. I want to do my part to alleviate the financial concern that comes with missing games due to this na- national pandemic. We will get through this difficult time together and look forward to the day when our players, fans, and staff are re- reunited again at Target Center, end quote. So yeah, we had mentioned this two weeks ago when we did the show, that we assumed this was coming, we had hoped it was coming, and, uh, you know, uh, it took a little while, but, uh, you know, due to some circumstances, I guess, where uh, the, the Wolves don't really own Target Center or whatever it is, like the city owns target center or someone else owns target center there was a, a sort of an issue it wasn't so easy just for glenn to kind of come down and bless all bless him with all this money there kind of had to be some um tape to work through or whatever so uh better late than never right
1: yeah absolutely we love that glenn is listening to our podcast oh, shout yeah. out to you glenn all the way, all way down to mankato I feel like, you know, we, we, we keep it real with Glenn. We're, we're hard on him when he deserves it, but I always think that we give him his credit when when it's due. I think we're and fair. So, yeah, we're fair. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I've realized is that this is great that this is a league where, you know, I'm very anti-billionaires, Neil. This is something you probably knew about me. Eat the rich. But it, it is nice that, yeah, uh, that, that's my quarantine snack of choice. But it is nice that they could. this league, at least, has billionaire owners because they can afford to do this. There's a lot of industries right now that can't afford to do this. Um, that's part of the reason the stimulus thing is trying to come up with some more unemployment benefits to take care of the millions of people who will be unemployed by this. I've seen even there are some uh, you know nonprofits and stuff where they're laying off their employees, uh, even though they're going to bring them back, but they're sp- explicitly firing them because that way they can collect unemployment. Instead of just not giving them work, they're firing them. So it's a way to help them collect unemployment. And so there's so many industries that can't do this right now. So uh, just keep that in mind, everybody. If you got a little extra money, uh, if you're fortunate, uh, like I am, to continue to work through this, uh, keep those nonprofits in mind. I know, like, the Children's Museum and stuff like that is really going through some hard times. So uh, keep that in mind. And thanks for Glenn for doing the right thing. Um, you know, I just you know once again it's the right thing to do it was a no-brainer but that doesn't mean we can't say thank you glenn when it happens
0: yeah and and you know i think that has happened all over all over the country as far as the you know other other franchises are concerned you know we've got lots of You know, most of the owners all stepping up and then other players, too, giving in money and, you know, to different causes or just to people who work at the arena and kind of different by market. But, you know, you saw Kevin Love and, you know, he kind of started things off and Giannis and Blake Griffin, all these other guys kind of stepped up and then all the owners got involved, too. So, again, it took a little bit longer than you would have liked, but glad to see it happen here. And speaking of which, Carl Towns also throwing his name into that Donated. This is why
1: it's nice. Unlike Kevin yeah. Love, who had to donate, who didn't have to. I Have to is not the right verb. But Kevin Love chose to donate that money to the employees uh, that would be affected by this. Whereas Glenn's taking care of those employees. So Kat is free to
0: donate that 100k of his money to the Mayo Clinic. Super cool. Yeah, they're working on uh, they're working on I don't know if it's like a vaccine or they're, they're working on certain treatments. Um, there, I believe, uh, you know, coronavirus, uh, related treatments or whatever. So, you know, even just testing or whatever it might be. So obviously one of the leading hospitals, um, in, in institutions in the whole country and in the world, Mayo Clinic. So right here in our backyard and, uh, towns is, uh, writing them a check. So that's, that's nice to see. But uh, unfortunately, that is uh, that is uh, not the latest news from Carl anthony Towns' uh, side of things. Uh, this week, uh, just a few days ago, he took to social media to let us all in on sort of what is happening in his personal life as well as a, uh, you know, kind of a, a nice warning to everybody and sort of, hey, take this seriously, you know, stay inside, uh, stay home, you know, take it seriously because uh, both... Um, Carl's parents uh, have tested positive for COVID-19, and his mother is in a medically induced coma due to that, uh, I believe, in, in New Jersey area. That's where they're uh, from or whatever. Um, but, yeah, Carl, you know, again, on social media, kind of really, you know, not something – it must have been just very hard, I mean, just to just to have something so raw and so – personal to kind of share with the whole world in a video, you know, where you're essentially just, you know, kind of breaking down in front of everybody. Really, you didn't have to do that. But it's all in the name of it seems like it's in the name of sort of getting awareness about this out there and about using this as a tool to, you know, again, spread the word about staying inside and about taking this seriously. So, Really tough, tough stuff here, but I think it, you know, is just it's all it's all in the name of, you know, getting raising awareness and uh, you know letting people know that it's serious stuff here.
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely heartbreaking. It's some of the hardest news I've heard. You know, um, it just I don't know. It, it makes it really easy for me to put myself in his shoes and just think about how I would react if this would to happen to our parents and it's just heartbreaking. Um, it sounds like, you know, his mom's life is literally in the balance and you know, sometimes you like to think that, you know, Carl Anthony towns is a 23 year old millionaire or whatever. And you like to think that with that kind of money or influence, you would be able to, you know, buy the kind of, you know, medical treatment that keeps your parents alive. It's the Kanye West line. If magic can make it, you know, anyone could do it. If magic made it <laughs> kind of thing where yeah. you just hope that, you know, they're, they're in a different stratosphere of being able to, uh, get the medical treatment that's unavailable to the rest of us but it just goes to show you that that's not always the case and um i don't know it it really stresses just the the severity of this stay at home even if you feel great and you think you're invincible this stuff you know this stuff travels quickly and we got to protect the people who are more vulnerable than us you know and also just take care of each other so this is ultimately very tragic news um you know hoping for the best for carl's mother and hopefully she can get through this but just hearing like she had a fever of like 103 every day and they couldn't get it to break and like they it, they'd give her meds and it might it might the fever might go down to like 101 you know wow, and then they yeah. had to put her in this medically induced coma and it's just like so serious and so scary and you know it's a dark topic we we don't like to get too dark on this podcast but it really really is uh just a really heavy thing you know
0: yeah definitely, and so yeah we're both uh hoping for for uh, better things here for for Carl and his family and yeah it's uh it's a real it's gonna get gnarly here i think uh you know as we record this you know here in the uh one of the last few days of March, you know but in, as we go into as we go into April and, and beyond like it's gonna get crazy things like this are gonna be more and more prevalent i think so we're just getting started and hopefully uh Carl's parents can. Come out okay, um, but yeah, let's move on here to FSN. They are uh, something a little bit better here. They are getting creative with their uh, with their scheduling. Uh, you know, like as, as we mentioned, there's supposed to be live new Timberwolves games happening. Uh, you know, against uh, against Portland, against San Antonio. Some some new games are supposed to be happening. Twins games are off the schedule, so they got to fill that time with something different. And they have decided to play some. I have uh, air quotes. Uh, no, they're not air quotes. They're real quotes. Uh, classic. Timberwolves games uh, from earlier this season. They started off with uh, two of the better ones, uh, two recent ones, uh, the February 8th game against the Clippers right off of the uh, trade deadline. Uh, Garrison Rosas was live tweeting that game. And then uh, the, just the other night uh, they had uh, the, the game uh, from the 26th of February in Miami where the Wolves had a good come from behind uh, when uh, live tweeted by a friend of the show, Alan Horton. So which See, of those two yeah. games do you like more, Neil? I mean, the Clippers game to me is the most surpri- – I keep saying it's the most surprising win of the season – uh, so set the record the set, t- franchise record for most three pointers taken and made. Set the record but obviously the Jimmy block. I mean come on that's the most iconic. That, I, I love that. I love the, the iconic iconic Jimmy block. moment of both oh. those games.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that you know the Clippers game was exciting from wire to wire but in the second half it was just like are we going to continue blowing them out? I guess <laughs> we're going to continue blowing them out yeah, whereas yeah, yeah. Miami was a live and die by each possession in the fourth quarter kind of thing. We made a comeback and it was just like any possession you know it, it, it contained the fate of the game and the balance. So I think that uh, the Miami game was actually more thrilling to watch.
0: Yeah, both uh, both really awesome games. I assume those keep doing this, right? There's pro- they probably have, I mean, they have a couple more weeks of time to fill, or even if you don't have time, I mean, they're going to have time to fill for, for a long time, I guess. So I like yeah. the
1: live tweeting aspect. You know, it's one thing to just re-air the classic games, but to have like Gerson Rosas live tweeting it is just an extra little, uh, it's a nice touch. And he was
0: good, too. At first, it was like kind of like basic stuff, but then he, not, I mean, not that he's going to give away all the secrets, but like... He did have some, he provided some nice color just about specific players or about scheme stuff that they're like trying to do. You know, and it was just enough, like just, just uh, you know, obviously it's the GM of a team or whatever, it's the you know president of a team, but like so they're not. You kind of think it's just going to you know be a little rah rah and a little one sided, but I don't know. I thought it was it was it was better than I thought. It was more detailed than I thought, and actually just more like competent. Like not that I think he's a dummy, but just like for someone who doesn't normally live tweet games, like I thought he did a good job, like with the pace of it and just sort of like yeah, filling in little color and a little bit of like tidbits and stuff. So I was I was pleasantly surprised by. uh, uh, Rosas. I mean, Horton, he knows what he's doing. He tweets a lot. He's you know doing that in the game yeah. and stuff. So I was pleasantly surprised by Rosas, what he was able to do, do with the live tweeting. That was cool. Uh, a
1: small tangent when we're talking about social media, you should be paying attention to. It's a joy watching uh, D'Angelo's Instagram stories during Ooh, this break. I gotta check that he's out. Been, I know. I'm oh, following he's great. Him,
0: but I don't know if I'm checking out his stories enough.
1: You gotta check out his stories. I mean, there's been some really fun stuff like. I'm hanging Carl, with Keelan him keelan and carl were hanging out and playing like fifa and stuff and they make keelan do like all these push-ups <laughs> and stuff and like they're really yeah, they're really on raz- you know they're treating him like a rook yeah and uh it's just really great because you get to see their personalities obviously there's been some really fun social media stuff from players who are cooped up in the house and kind of go and stir crazy um so i mean other players have done some stuff like that but i think uh d'angelo
0: russell aka d loading on instagram is the best one yet and then uh, one more thing here in news: the 2020 Olympic Games have been postponed. They will not happen uh, in Tokyo in 2020. Apparently, they're going to run it back in 2021, sometime in the summer. No dates yet. Um, but uh, I have here in my notes that this matter is actually more for the Lynx than the Wolves. So the WNBA every four years takes a whole month off right in the middle of their season, just like drops everything and uh, leaves for the Summer Olympics. Um, So, but, you know, it has a little bit, uh, and, you know, there's no Wolves players I believe will be, you know, maybe they'll be competing for their home countries. Maybe someone like Juan, Juancho uh, Hernan Gomez, you know, maybe he'll be playing yeah, he's in the Olympics. Most likely. Uh, yeah.
1: If Nigeria could get in, or not Nigeria, where, where's it? Yeah, Nigeria is yeah. the team Okogi plays for. They're an outside shot of making the Olympics, but if they did, he would play. Juancho um, is probably the number one person, um, but next year he might not be on the team, so then he's not even a wolf.
0: Well, you know, uh, and if you play this out, kind of what we we're talking about earlier in the show about. You know how the the 2020 2021 season could be delayed or pushed forward a little bit. You know that could make things weird for for NBA guys going to the Olympics, especially playoff guys. You know they might be busy here playing or whatever, so it could get pretty weird. You know even next summer still. um, Yeah, especially for the NBA guys.
1: I saw an article. I didn't read it, so forgive me for just making assumptions. But it was basically saying that with the delay, there's a lot more uncertainty about the big stars from Team USA playing. Or in I guess even, even worldwide,
0: it, you think about like Jokic and stuff like that, like sure, and all the absolutely. Spanish guys and all this stuff, like the best but, players in the world are in the
1: NBA and a lot of them are in the playoffs. Right, but focusing specifically on Team USA, I think that if the upper echelon of players are not in to play in 2021, it could open up a window where they have to go down a tier and start getting guys like D'Angelo. And even though Carl has not never played for TM- Team USA because he played for the Dominican Republic, maybe it gets to a point where USA basketball is like, yeah, we need to get D'Lo and Towns on the team, where right now that wasn't going to happen
0: this summer. you know? Yeah, I wonder if Towns would be eligible. I don't know about that. He's. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I'd, I'd, I'm not sure how that works. Yeah. Um, so, who knows about that, but d could definitely be one of those, uh, you know, n- maybe not even B-tier point guards, but like a C-tier point guard where it's like, yeah, we can't get Dame anymore, let's let's, let's go down a level.
0: Yeah, uh, and then as far as, yeah, it's just kind of weird, just another kind of strange thing for this year, you know, just another like... The Olympics have never been postponed, right? This is this is unprecedented and, and never happened before and you know it'll be it'll be kinda it'll just another one of those things where it's just like it's it completely crazy and weird, but it's also like, yeah, that's what needs to happen. That's what makes sense in these times. Like it's both of those things and that's just very strange. <laughs> yeah, it is. Nailed it. All right. Uh we gotta wrap this thing up with the game, Sky. What do we got today?
1: All right. Well, you know, yesterday, I believe it was yesterday. Who knows? Tim Waltz, governor of Minnesota, came out and... Made some announcements, including that uh, if you're listening to this on Friday at midnight, everyone has the order to shelter at home. Um, just some general stuff like that. One thing he mentioned was that they may use Minnesota's empty sports arenas to ha- put hospital beds. So there's overflow at hospitals. Uh, they could treat people potentially in the sports arenas. Wow. Um, yeah, so Target Center may have a bunch of... Uh, I tweeted out that if this happens, uh, I would like to have a spot at Target Field because I don't
0: associate positive outcomes comes with the target center yeah you could still have a roof in the concourse or something like that you know whatever
1: right exactly so uh that brought me to today's game hopefully it's not too dark at these times but the game is uh do you have coronavirus or are you just a Wolves fan what's going to happen is i'm going to tell you a symptom neil and you're going to tell me whether that's a symptom of coronavirus a symptom of being a Wolves fan or both all right i'm ready and see, you know, one people could say, maybe this is a little dark for a game, but it's also a good public service announcement, because we're right. telling
0: you what symptoms you should be aware of. Yeah, we're informing you out here, telling you what to look out for. That's right. So let's get started, Neil. Fever. Fever, that seems, uh, you know, that seems that seems pretty, that's like the main thing for coronavirus, right?
1: Yep, that's correct. Ding! Thank that's you. My,
0: we don't have the sound drops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds like All we right. do, I don't know yeah oh yeah i nailed it perfectly we do have the sound drops all right next up neil overeating or appetite loss
0: Ooh, i'll say wolf's fan
1: that's correct sometimes you know we eat to forget sometimes we feel sick to our stomach we can't eat because of what we just watched
0: uh next up loss of smell or taste Ooh, i've heard of the loss of taste one being a corona I'll, i'll i'll say that one's corona Ding. That's
1: correct. It's a more rare symptom, but if you're experiencing that, maybe check a doctor. Uh, next
0: up, persistent sad, anxious, or empty feelings. Wow, that sounds like my life as a Wolves fan. That sounds pretty familiar to me. I'll say Wolves fan. Ding ding ding. That is correct so far, Neil. You're four for four. Feeling it? Uh, let's go. Oh, bad use, of,
1: bad term to describe this. <laughs> this quiz. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, lethargy or a feeling that you don't want to or can't get out of bed.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know that that one. Uh, I'll say that one's wolves fan. Wolves fan.
1: That is both, actually. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, okay, okay. That's
1: an option, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's both. You could be a wolves fan, or you could have coronavirus. There. Yeah. Uh, next up, cough. Straight up cough, corona. That's right. Ding ding ding. Uh, that's one of the main symptoms: fever and cough. So, uh, please be careful out there. Uh, feelings of pessimism, hopelessness, and helplessness. Wolves fan. Ding ding! Shortness of breath or difficulty breathing. Ooh, corona? Ding ding! Yeah, that's also like the third most Ugh. common symptom, and also one of the most severe. So if you're experiencing that, that is a definite check into a hospital. <laughs> um loss of interest or loss of interest in activities that were once pleasurable. Wolfsmith? Ding ding ding! Okay. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> yeah. I love the NBA, but do I even want to watch the wolves tonight? Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, Aches, pains, headaches, or cramps that won't go away. Ooh, I don't know about this one. Uh, Both? Ding, ding, ding. Nailed it. That is both. (laughs) That is both. All right, our final one, delusional thinking. (laughs) Delusional thinking is Wolf fan. Ding, ding. That is correct. So now you can check how you're feeling, listen to this game, and you'll know whether or not you have the coronavirus or if you're just
0: a Timberwolves fan. Wow, it's just public service out here. That's all we're trying That's to right.
1: do. Yeah. We're, we're trying to help. The CDC is you know a little shaky right now with the people who are in charge. So you can trust us for your financial advice and for your medical advice.
0: Always, always. Trust Wolf's Cast. Okay. Yeah. All right. The first ever remote uh, Wolf's Cast is in the books. We did it. Hopefully everything goes great from here on out because we still have to you know, as we record this things seem great. But now we gotta now we gotta put you know, Scott's gotta send me his side of the his side of the Ooh, conversation. Yeah. We gotta put this all together. This may never air. We don't we just don't know. So hey, it's our first time. Yeah, you know? it's our first time. But hey, you're hearing this, so it is airing. Yay. That's hey. no, true. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully we can keep on doing this whenever we get enough kind of, you know, news and other You know Other new uh, Updates and stuff like that So That's what we're hoping for Keep coming at you With shows Whenever we can We got got microphones Scott has a mic now So we can, can Do this whenever We can do this whenever So yeah, hopefully
1: we've helped to bring your spirits up a little bit, stay inside everybody, do what you can, help yourselves, help each other, take care of yourselves. Um, if you are feeling like you're really lonely and you have no one to talk to, hit Neil and I up on Twitter. We can maybe yeah. organize a video chat or maybe we'll do a Wolfscast fan video chat. Just So you're not feeling so alone. We're both lucky enough to have amazing lives of Wolf's Cast. And Neil's lucky enough to have a little hound in his house His own little timber wolf running around So we're covered we don't, We're not feeling too lonely But I do know people who are uh, quarantined And alone in their apartments And if you're feeling like you're going crazy Just let us know We can set something up and spend some time chatting
0: Thanks for listening to us this week everybody We'll be back eventually with another with another episode Until then It's the Crunch Pack at McDonald's. It's got a cheese lover's quarter powder with cheddar and Swiss cheese. And with large fries and an ice-cold Coca-Cola, it'll make you drool. And it comes with a shot at winning a new Chevy Cavalier or tickets to the NBA All-Star Game. The Crunch Pack for a limited time at McDonald's. The way he can dribble is the way it'll make you drool. Did somebody say McDonald's?